Everything is coming past, past us. Baruch Hashem, it's a, it's a year, more than a year, that we're starting with this all the craziness of the corona, of all this, the world, or new order, I would say, but not from the real, the, the people that call new world warrior. This is from God, basically putting us in a new order. And uh, I would say that yes, we have we are in the real, real new order, and uh, that's you know if some if you heard me before, so this is something that uh, always uh, I, uh, you know repeat myself in the last year that uh, it's impossible to stay in the same. Uh, a status that we had before and the world will stay the same people the same creatures that thinking that they're going to basically run the show and uh, they forget who is really the the ruler the king the master of the universe people want to do it to tell us that uh, they are control our life and I would say that Really, uh, it's 
far away from this and you can see that uh, the cracks on the walls already are starting um, these people that used to be so important and so hashuvim and so this dominant and is just going to be evaporate and it doesn't matter which side is if the left and right but you know you see this you see you see very very clear right now and all the people that uh, they will pay the price one after one and I know that uh, in our praying uh, in, the, in the you know the chapter uh, 149 in Tehillim and Islam. We have over there, you know, you know, it's in one chapter before the end. The 149. The one chapter before the end, you know, it's like symbolized that we, we will stay with all these people that thought themselves on the top, they can control the life of other people can be the richest of people, they will find us. As they say the, in, in Arabic, uh, I don't want to say, uh, each animal will come his day. And it's, it's a really, I'm telling you, I'm so optimistic, I'm so, I'm looking on this, and I see that uh, really God is running the show, well, no, no doubt about it. Let them feel so uh, convinced by themselves, controlling everybody, running. But again, we are Arba Minim, as you know, Kamatov Hashem, and Kadosh Baruch Hu is running the show, and we are here, basically, just, you know, the segment of the Torah, Kitisa, and count at Israel. But uh, before this, I wanted to. Uh, Basically, all the people that don't have anyone to say Kaddish, all the people that we know, and, you know, it's a year, year that, you know, people ask us to do Kaddish, to say Kaddish for them. It's amazing to see how many people, the list, Baruch Hashem, now it's starting getting deluded, and we are we basically almost... Uh, coming to the what he called to the normal because people can say Kaddish, going to shul, talking uh, and praying in a in a public and so like this is a, a, it's it's a good. So it was two days ago was the Nanoamilemelech outside Srutatagin Baledo and we will see uh we see only the sort of what and all the people that really Tineshtin, Shmatam, Tzorah, B'Tzorah Chaim I would say it mentions a few names Rachel Bat Shafika, Rachel Bat Sarah Bluma Bat Yaakov Gracia Bat Sumbul and we have some names that already and Israel okay, Israel Ben Reisla yeah. quick healing from all the sick people mental mental and physical and I will mention some names here uh, unfortunately we have uh, some list here Suzette, Shoshana, but Rebecca, Rivka uh, Daniel Ben Chava Gabi, Gabriel, Moshe Ben Bluma Victor Yechiel Ben Shaba Tune Fortuna Bat Marcel Miriam Elias Ben Chava and and people that I don't want to mention the name but Rufat Nefesh, Rufat Guf to all of us and Mazal Tov to all the people especially Mazal Tov to my, my dear friend Eliyahu uh, in, in, in a marriage beautiful marriage was wedding, beautiful wedding now we can't, you know, now so we're going back to the our topic basically, the segment of the Torah Kitisa and uh, we're starting, you know something that uh, you know, before this I would say that uh, because we, the, we oh, 
celebrate, I don't like to, oh, I don't want to say the word celebrate, but it's a year, really a year that basically we uh, basically shut down the, the economy, the world, everything like, and we just look around and it's, as a Jewish people, our perspective to own life, what it's all about, and uh, it's popped in my head, story about Rabbi Chaim Kanievsky, uh, uh, Shalita, that somebody come to him to ask him for blessing and he has some uh, difficult issue in his, in his uh, uh, own and business. So Rabbi Kanievsky, Shalita, take a small piece of paper, wrote some, some letters over there and gave, and gave him this and he told him put it in your wallet don't worry and as people know Rabbi Kanievsky Shalita is, is amazing he, he always against all this kmeot and all this kind of stuff you know wuji 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 all this stuff not uh, don't take me um, so lightly but you know this is it, it doesn't like it you know I believe in a big tzaddikim I believe the tzaddikim doing but I he didn't like it doesn't like this issue that so everybody was surprised to see what he did. So the, the you know the people the close to him asked him, Rabbi, what you what you wrote, what what you did over there? What is this note? What you put into his to this person? So I don't know if he told them or they get, they, he gave permission to open this piece of paper and was reading over there Gimel Zain Yud. And everybody was surprised. Said, "What is this?" And he said, "This is initial of Gam Ze Yavor. Even this will pass. This is the approach of the Jewish. Whatever we're doing, whatever difficulty in our life we have, everything is passing. You know, and doesn't matter who is the governor. Doesn't matter who is the president. Doesn't matter who is the they, you know, which country we are, as we say many times, we pass Paro, we pass Aman, we pass all, you know, the, the, all, this, the, all this kind of, the, 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 you know, the Arabs, the Muslims, the Christianity, the, all this craziness, we pass Hitler, we pass Obama. <laughs> Everything will be okay, and this is like something that's really we just have to go and take uh, take a look about it, and because this is, uh, it's amazing. This is our life as a Jewish people. We only rely on the Master of the the Kadosh Baruch Hu, Avinu Shemayim, our Father in Heaven. And we go to the parasha, the segment of the Torah that we read, and Noam Elimelech said something beautiful about it. The word Kitisa. It's coming from the word, the, the, the root of carrying. Carry, or also counting, but is it, you can take it as a carrying. Carry, carry, carry the Am Israel and lift them, basically lift them to the high level of spirituality. Take them up, give them back the Tshuva, bring them back in, in a, in a matter of reconnect our head, you know, our head is symbol, the Shekhinah, the, the connection of HaKadosh Baruch And this is what, it's a beautiful approach, you know, coming to this, and we are lifting ourselves in, in order to come close to Avinu Shabashamayim. We come close to uh, the spiritual. We're living the, the the physical, you know. Even it's involved with the physical. We we mentioned it so many times that we, as a Jewish people, you cannot you cannot ignore the physicality of uh, the human. This is all our part of our existing in this universe. It's not like the other religions that when you want to be holy, you uh, separate, you uh, separate yourself from the physical 
from the physical world, it's not working like this by us. You must complete yourself. A unit of completion is basically a man and a woman, you know, and also this machatita shekel, the half of the shekel. You don't take it all because you know that when you half, you have to complete yourself. The other half, it's spouse, your partner, and above all, it's when you complete unit, you realize that who is the master? Kadosh Baruch and this is a, a, a beautiful, a beautiful uh, idea on this. I want to talk about basically this one of the ideas that come to me right now on, on this parasha, on this segment of the Torah. Then uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go over to um, the other segment. It's about the Shabbat. For us. And I'm telling you, as, as a person that I was on the other side, and I didn't, I would say, I didn't observe Shabbat, unfortunately. I didn't know what it's all about. I didn't know what, what is the severity of not keep Shabbat. I didn't know that a person that can be murdered, it doesn't, it doesn't give this, get the same punishment like not keeping Shabbat, not observe Shabbat. It's amazing to see what the power of Shabbat and why is it when we understanding this uh, oh, and you can see here you can see in our life I see other people tell them to not keep Shabbat they will do everything they will lose millions only to keep Shabbat as being order as being we with the, uh, commanded by the master of universe, you know, nobody wants to talk, to talk about it, you know, and a few rabbis talking about it, the severity of not to keep Shabbat, even some rabbi making, oh, you have to learn, yes, I know, I know this, I know, because I was in the other side, I know, yes, but you have to tell the people the truth, you have to tell the people that what is all about it. You know, I know that all oh, that, and and I know that it's always, always I have the same. There's something that jumping in my head, and the lady that to text us, and she told us that she is Balachuba. She's trying to be basically come back to the no, what do you call it, to observe the Jewish Jewish laws and. One day, and she, she, she used to go to the synagogue, this is shul, every Shabbat, for four years. And she felt like she is now, oh, complete, ba'alat shuvah. But, you know, she, she, she used to drive to the, to, the, to the shul every Shabbat, and parking over there next to the shul, get out, feel like, like a big shot now. She's coming to hear the Torah, she participates in the say, in the, in the, in the in the ceremony of Shabbat, you know all this. So you know, but really, but it's it's innocent. And then one day, one Shabbat, the son of the rabbi approached her and said, "Then he's like, like I don't know, ten years, boy." He said, "Ton, why are you driving in Shabbat?" And she was amazed at the question, "Why you ask me?" He said, it's not allowed. Four years she's participated in this community and the rabbi didn't have the nerve to tell her that it's not allowed, or teach her. And she approached the rabbi and said, Rabbi, why didn't you tell me? The rabbi was stuttering, you know. Oh, Shalolishma, Kenlishma, all these kind of excuses. Why not to tell the people the truth about Shabbat? Shabbat is a present from the Almighty to us. And when we take Shabbat lightly and we are disgrace the present that the Almighty give us. Imagine yourself that you get a present from, I don't know, 
even from your wife or from your husband you get a present and this is present is very dear to him are you going to, to throw it away you don't go not going to keep it and as as we know we know that our you know and, and the midrashim said that god tells us i have a present for you and this present is eating in my safe you know imagine yourself what is the safe of the almighty of the master in a safe in master normally uh, a poor person have a small safe in the house and they ask a couple of dollars couple of jewelry put it over there a richer person has a safe already in a bank and he put over there he don't put the, the small jewelry is nothing not considered as important but he put the, the, the you know, the five carat diamond ring or you know things that are very very important a richer man a billionaire just you know, he doesn't look at this he just put you know the, the art collection or some huge diamond is, is investment he put over the a uh, picasso doing the guy all this painting you know, or, or you know collection rare collection of this that millions and millions of dollars cost imagine yourself god almighty that has everything keeping in his safe the most precious present is the shabbat and he give us he give us to the universe he gives to the human being the shabbat and what we're doing with this instead to keep it we're disgracing It's like betrayed. It's betrayed with with the master of us. And above all, and people that are starting on feeling the experience of keeping Shabbat, they wouldn't do it again. No, they didn't disgrace the Shabbat again. I will keep it by the teeth, by fingernails, you know, just to keep it. Yes, it's very difficult, matter of laws, we made this checking what is this you cannot tear the paper you cannot open the light you cannot drive yourself you know can do this all this stuff it, it's sound very very strange but the severity of punishment it's huge you know according to our Chachamim, a person that don't keep shabbat is not considered as a jew he doesn't have a part in the next world his punishment is death. Basically, cutting is everything, is rule. Even it could be the excellent man, the very friendly, very good, consider other people. But people don't want that, you know, because the political correction today, everybody is afraid to say the truth. Everybody don't want to say the truth. And besides this, you know, telling you this, Shabbat is the source of the blessing. The source. And you keep Shabbat, you get all the blessing in the world. I have so many so many friends, so many stories about this. I, I would I, I would you know, first of all as a per, as a personal you know, when I starting being a little bit observed, you know religious so I, I I I used to do, I used to work you know in Shabbatot I was to work and then I stopped working but my crew the people that used to work under me used to keep working. It's reached a point, basically, after a few months, that the non-Jewish workers said, "Nisim boss, we don't want to work anymore Shabbat." I said, "What happened?" Every Shabbat we have something wrong. If it's tickets, if it's a car accident, if something wrong, if you have to do to redone all the stuff that we did, it was like I was really, you know, I was really privileged that God gave me the sign, and so uh, tell tell me, you know, that's that's the point, you know, that's the point. I have a friend, and. Start keeping Shabbat in 
all his business becomes so excellent. We have we we know this person that he is his major store, the main the main store, is in a neighborhood that basically most of the neighborhood open Shabbat Saturday, and this is the most business busy day. He decided to close this store in Shabbat, and what a surprise! What a surprise! You know we don't believe. In Motzei Shabbat and in Sunday, this toast was getting more traffic and more money than all the week and other weeks that he was open in Shabbat and Saturdays. And this is, uh, you know, and I want to tell a story that many, many, probably many of you heard about it. It's a very fa famous story. About uh, the storyteller is uh, Rabbi Kaplan, he was uh, the rabbi of Tzfat. But when he was young, he used to live, he used to, to learn in Mir Yeshiva, in Belarus, today's Belarus. And in those days, they didn't, they didn't have the central kitchen for the Yeshiva boys and that they getting the food. They used to, to eat by families. And every, every family used to take some boys, two boys, one boy, you know, just and give them food, you know. I was very, very, uh, you know, a, a small amount of food over there, but the people used to share it. And this guy, Abba Kaplan, was basically living uh, in a couple, uh, in, in, in a house with all, two old, uh, an old couple that has one boy, one son. And every time, Friday morning, before he go to the to the shiva, he heard the lady, the, the, the wife, tell the husband, what time are you coming back? Don't be late. Don't be late. Chatzot is 12 o'clock. Chatzot is 12.30. Don't come after this. I beg you coming this. Don't go today. It's too early. All this stuff, you know, every Friday. And he was amazed because, you know, you have to work, you know, you cannot sometimes, you know, I, I myself, I have my, myself, I find myself many times that uh, you have to go here to run here and then they have some emergency and that you stretch your day up to the, the almost the last minute before Shabbat. If it's in the winter or the summer, it doesn't matter. It's always the devil is waiting on these hours to find you uh, that you're trying to be Mechalel Shabbat. So it uh, one day he approached this lady, this couple basically, and asked him, "What? What is? Can you tell me why you're so careful about uh, a Friday afternoon?" And they told him the story. They are all the couple, and they got, after many many years, he got a son. They never had children. After many years. She pregnant and she got a son. After a few years, the son is start growing up. It doesn't feel good. They went to the local doctors. The local, to local doctor check him. He has a problem with his heart. I cannot take take treat that. You have to go to a doctor in Germany. You know, it's not like today. You take the you know air, airplane or something. It was did you? They took all the money. They went to a specialist in Germany. This doctor in Germany checked and starting to examine this boy. And he said, listen, I don't see man much upon this. His heart is basically shut down. His problem with the heart, some valves over there not operate. And all this stuff around it, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know what I don't. I don't see that any openness. This couple went back. And then if you know Belarus, you know when Germany you go, you go pass. You have to pass some Radin. Radin was the the place that uh, Hafez Chaim used to live. 
and because they was this, this couple was you know giving food and helping to yeshiva boys over there in in mir some of them this yeshiva boys moved back to radin or you know all this they, they knew that they, they, they come to radin and they found that basically the grandson of the hafetz chaim is there and they they used to feed the, the grandson of the hafetzim so they asked the, the grandson please Introduce us in in front of your grandpa, and maybe you give us some blessings and give us something. Oh, for this. So they went to the Chafetz Chaim, and the Chafetz Chaim looked at them and asked them what the problem. Said okay, and he said, listen, what time are you accepting Shabbat? So they told him like like a candlelight time. I said, listen, from now on. Basically. Every Friday after Chatzot, you stop doing a job, nothing, and prepare Shabbat and accept Shabbat earlier than usual. And they left. And they left with a the boy. They come to the to mirror and after one day, Suddenly the boy is like a new boy. Like nothing happened to him. And then they went to the doctor, the local doctor. The local doctor checked him and said, Something wrong here. I don't I don't I don't see nothing wrong with this boy. Everything is excellent. His heartbeat is a sound, all the valve sounds operate like normal. Something very special, and I don't know what to tell you. He took his money, his money, the doctor, the local doctor, and he sent this couple with the boy to Germany to the specialist, the art specialist that there was before, and they asked to, to examine the boy. What happened? They went to Germany, and this German professor, doctor, come check the boy. And I said, impossible. This is impossible. He have a twin brother, twin, twin boys. It's impossible. I have all the record here. It's not possible. So they told him, told him the story. And they went to the Hafez Chaim. And he said in his German accent, he said like this, a doctor, can try to fix an art, but the Chafetz Chaim can create a new art. But it's not the Chafetz Chaim, it's the Shabbat. The present from the Master of Universe. It basically changed everything. You know, so many stories about the Shabbat that change the world, change everything. And I'm telling you, I'm telling all the people that n never or don't appreciate the Shabbat, try it, right. First of all, you don't have nothing to lose. And second, the severity of not keeping Shabbat is so strong. And it's Chaval. It's really pity to see it. I know that recently was a story of uh, Bill Gates and uh, that he ordered one of the lecturers to talk about an issue that's one of uh, a Jewish, Jewish men that expert on certain topics, relationship, I think. And he ordered him, he called him to, to give a lecture on Shabbat for all his workers, you know, certain, all the I, I executive people of Microsoft, and he offered them a huge amount of money. And this guy, this guy said, I'm sorry, I cannot do it. What happened? What, you crazy? You want to raise them more money? I'll give you more money. He said, I'm not. You pay me whatever you think. I'm not going to disgrace the Shabbat. I'm not going. I'm going. We're keeping Shabbat. That's it. You want me to talk after Shabbat? Okay. Go ahead. You want it to talk Sunday? Okay. Any day. 
but not Shabbat. He was so impressed. He put it and I like I think in the newspaper and everything. You know this this is something that we have to do, to see it as a Jewish people. As I I mean when I mentioned so many times, a Jewish religious is not a, a, a Judaism. It's not religious. It's a way of life. It's something that supposed to be with us since the minute that we wake up or the minute that we go to sleep and overnight everything has the laws everything unfortunately we're always looking and trying to be complainers and trying to be oh it's difficult what do you want you know to, to what the problem with the light fire in Shabbat oh in those days they had the rocks and they have to walk and it was but it's nonsense because when you starting learning Allahot Shabbat, the rules of Shabbat, you see, this is no matter of no matter of working. Because the difference between melacha and avodah, it's huge. You're not you're allowed to do avodah. Avodah, the the, the wording of the avodah is working. It's coming for the later evid slave. You can do avodah. You can move chairs from the from here to the more no no problem. You can move tables. You can set the tables. You can this. This is avodah. This is but melacha. Melacha is from malach, from from kingdom, from kingdom, from angels. It's something that is. I would say, th thoughtful. You cannot do this. You cannot do something that can re react, and. Re Will will do something. Will we cause things that other things? You cannot plow. You cannot seed. You cannot because you know that in a minute you're doing it. You can create a new creation. And that's 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 all idea. And we have uh, thirty nine melachot. And uh, that this is the, the avot melacha. The father of the, the 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 basic melachot, and then they go to different branches, uh, and it go all over, and up today, up today, every day, I would say, you have a new halacha, new things that coming because of this idea, because we facing a new challenging. You know, you for facing uh, uh, as we say, facing electricity, you are facing light, we are facing that things that wasn't in the in the time of um, at, at the time of our sages so we our our bedin our our chachamim basically adjust the laws of this but it's not because they go to sleep and get up in the morning and they decided okay from time from day now from now on you're not going to open the light in shabbat no it's not working like this they investigate they checked every single item and they basically walking and deciding about the previous rabbi the previous chacham up to the Moshe Rabbeinu Moshe Moshe the laws come from the night that's how it's working you open a book of halachot shalot shubot for example you read or Yabia Omer of Chacham of Yosef, and you see for one question 20, 50, 100 places that he quote from. It's not that he's going to sleep, you know, come sleep and just put back, and this is my decision. Not at all. And he's trying to find the easy one because the tough, always tough, it's easy to say, oh, you're not allowed it, and finish. No. The idea is to find something that is you can do it, or you can do it in the way that it's that you don't know. Nobody come to make obstacle or life outing. It's, and so they have Shaun Shabbat. You have all this kind of other stuff that can work with Shabbat. But I'm telling you, from my experience, from my life, it's the best things that happen in my life. The Shabbat. If it's if it's between you know the relationship in the house, the home, 
between the husband and the wife, the kids, they can sit, singing, say Torah on the table, getting blessing from the father and the mother, you know. After the Kiddush, you have the Kiddush, and the Kiddush, the kids coming, kiss the end of the mother and the father, getting a blessed blessing from the father or the mother. And it's a total, total different way of life. You don't, you don't have the TV in background. You don't have the phone that ringing to you or this. It's a peaceful day. And if we, if you, we, just keep it, and glued ourselves to this. We see that a lot of this, you know, many people trying even not to sleep in Shabbat, just because the power of the Shabbat, the learning of Shabbat is give you tremendous power tremendous and above all all the blessing and Chachamim our sages telling us if you learn in Shabbat it's like hundred times like in a regular day day that you learn a day well Be'ezad Hashem that we will keep this uh, Shabbatot and keep these things and HaKadosh Baruch Hu will help us on this I would say that uh, the the third topic and and this parasha is something also that uh, I would say that learn and and I try to apply it upon myself and it's it's Moshe Rabbeinu went to the mountain after all this scene of the eagle and come to Kadosh Baruch Hu, come to Almighty and said, my dear God. Uh, tell God, please, my dear Master of Universe, if I found favorites in your eyes, please tell me. Tell me it. And it's a big lesson for me to see what is what 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 is the point here. What a point of asking God to tell us, to tell Him that He like Him. It's a lesson for each of us. Especially, I'm talking to myself, but I'm telling it all to us. That to express our feeling, and especially the positive feeling. If it's a, to the wife, if to the, the children, the children to the father, father to the, uh, the as, husband and wife, wife to husband. Express the feeling. Tell, I love you. I care about you. Go out of your way to basically inject a positive message. But not by the, the that silencing or this. Talk about it. Or the enina. Please me let let me know. Let me know. You know, I, when you learn psychology, the most, I would say, the, the, the toughest things in life, basically, is rejection or feel, or feel unloved. You can create monsters by this. We have a lot of stories about it, that people was rejected in their life and they become latent monsters. Basically, the Torah, Gdosha, or the Holy Bible, Holy Torah, is telling us way after do it. The ways, or the any, please inform me. And it's it's a big lesson. It's a big lesson to to me to this. You know, many times you coming, and okay, so you know the joke. Uh, it's a joke, uh, the evil joke about you know, a, a husband, a, a very, very uh, major sergeant that was tough in the army, very, very tough. And everybody couldn't stand him. And uh, like, uh, and one, one day he married. He married a girl. And come to the in the morning, you know, and she's still sleeping. He prepare her the breakfast, brings her the coffee, 
hey, omelette, everything like a beautiful breakfast. And he presented, oh, he was actually, she, I told him, you know, I don't understand how people are telling that you are tough and you are ruthless. And he said, you see this breakfast? From now on, I want it every morning like this. And uh, after 20 years, she came to us I said, oh, you know, I love you. I said, what's what, what happened? No, no, she, I, I saw it. <laughs> she asked him, can you, you tell me you love me? I said, what, what, what is nonsense? I told you on the first day in the wedding that I love you. And that nothing changed. Nothing changed. But it's change. We have to inform, we have to call, we have to give, out, to give our spouse the attention, the TLC, what do you call it? Tender, loving, caring. No, that's love, and express ourselves. Very important to express ourselves. Tell us, tell the, uh, uh, and I'm telling you the children, especially the children. They are young, and they need it. When you don't, we don't know. We don't express your love to your kids. Don't tell them. And I'm not talking about not control or not give them the, the feeling that you, you are the father and this I'm not talking about this I'm talking about the express the love yes you must be a, a strong person yes you must be a strong father you have to put the limits for the kids you have to give them the, 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 their things that they have a limitation a fence border and that's what exactly what God doing to us. When He gave us the Torah, Dusha, He gave us the border, the fences, the way, the instruction. As we said so many times, the Torah is coming from the word Oraah, menu. The menu how to behave. And this is the the way of expressing ourselves and trying to imitate you know what I would always uh, recommend it to all of us take some some books and one of them is Tomer Dvorah Dvorah Palm something this this is the, the translation from the Ramak HaKadosh Rabbi Moshe Kadosh amazing really amazing I, we give this we, we learn together every Shabbat on this and it's amazing to learn all this the characteristic way of God that gave us the instruction how to behave. And if we want to imitate the divine divine laws, it's, it's an excellent book. Thomas Voa. You know, Bezat Hashem, you know, we're facing now, we're coming now, and we're talking about Pesach. And we're coming to a uh, time that, you know, Chodesh Nisan, Nisan Nigalu, Nisan Nigael, Bezat Hashem, this is a month of a lot of hopes. And Bezat Hashem will see uh, only, only good things. And Pesach is basically the, the, the holiday of symbolize our freedom from the physicality to, to slavery, the spirituality, I would say. We went out, God took us out from the, really, from the avdut, from the slavery of, you know, the physicality, and took out from this idea that we slave and working physically and we come to the spiritual freedom uh, I, by being a slave to the master of the universe and may HaKadosh Baruch Hu bless you all and bless us and we see only only good stories good stuff and I want to mention here that Jerusalem need you 
anything that you can help us if it's finance it's at volunteers helping in computers helping in all other stuff that please call us join us uh, and I would say we love you all so have a great day and uh, we keep our regular programs now and I would say that uh, what is let me just try to find some meaningful song all the Jewish songs are meaningful but uh, Okay, let's put Ari, Ari Goldberg. Hashem is here. Your heart will guide you where 